Bitcoiners, pre-coiners, no-coiners, new-coiners, and of course, Swan Force members. Welcome to Swan Lounge, a weekly show in which you get to hang out with the Swan team and some of our friends from the incredibly exciting world of Bitcoin. Now, as always, before we dive in, a little bit of housekeeping. We are giving away Jan Pritzker's book, Inventing Bitcoin, for free in an effort to spread Bitcoin knowledge. You can go to swanbitcoin.com slash freebook to claim your copy. We have it in three different ebook formats, as well as MP3, read by none other than our friend Guy Swan, who's on the show today. Very excited. You might know him from Bitcoin Audible. Um, we'll get into that later. All we ask, by the way, is that you pay it forward. Share the book uh, with as many friends and family as you'd like. Um, Inventing Bitcoin is the book I send to literally everyone who is new to Bitcoin and looking to get started. It's short, it's easy to understand, and you can understanding not only how Bitcoin works, but why Bitcoin is so important. Uh, we also have the book available en español y puede descargar su copia en www.swanbitcoin.com. Uh, man, I always script the Spanish. Swanbitcoin.com slash libro gratis. I'm going to work on my Spanish, folks. Even more exciting, we are giving away Gigi's incredible book, 21 Lessons. If you haven't read it yet, it is a must read. It is uh, told in the form of, you guessed it, 21 Lessons that Gigi learned while going down the rabbit hole. Get your free copy at swanbitcoin.com slash 21 Lessons. Um, all of these links that I've mentioned, by the way, are in uh, the description below the video, so you can find them there. Some other uh, goodies, as uh, including a 5% off code for Crypto Cloaks. We've got Rick from Crypto Cloaks on today, so check that out. Um, before I move on, we got to ask, are you, are, are you signed up for Swan Force yet? Because Swan Force is pretty awesome. I've earned a lot of sats through Swan Force. You can go to swanbitcoin.com slash enlist. You sign up, you get uh, a beautiful landing page that you can send to your friends and family. You'll earn 25% of Swan's fees on uh, all their purchases for an entire year. And your referral will get $10 of free Bitcoin when they open an account with Swan. Uh, to anyone who is new to the show, welcome. This is Swan Lounge, as I mentioned, put on by Swan Bitcoin, which is quite simply the best way to accumulate Bitcoin with automatic recurring buys, instant buys, and wires up to $10 million. Uh, and we have a massive focus on education. You should check out our blog. We're going to be doing some really exciting updates to that in the near future. I can't really tell you about that yet, but stay tuned. Um, now, before I bring in our guests, one last thing. You know what I'm going to say. Hit the like button. Hit subscribe. Why? Because doing so helps us get seen on YouTube. It helps us cut through the clutter. It helps us grow the show so that we can reach more people and help them see why Bitcoin is so special. Now, today on Swan Lounge, we've got some guests that I'm super excited about. I've already mentioned two of them. We've got Guy Swan of Bitcoin Audible, the man who has read more about Bitcoin than anyone on the face of the earth. Uh, we might have Desiree Dickerson. Uh, she hasn't joined us yet. I'm hoping she will still join us. You probably know her uh, from her work at Lightning Labs and from Mint Gox. So hopefully she joins us. Uh, we've got Rick from Crypto Cloaks, which is uh, a, an amazing company that's really grown over the last year where you can buy all sorts of cool 3D printed things like custom node cases and hardware wallet cases, all sorts of Bitcoin goodies. And we've got KP who you might know from Plebnet. He's been on the show before. If you don't know what Plebnet is, we are going to get into that. And we will also have Walton from Plebnet joining us a little later on. Okay, I'm tired of rambling. You're tired of listening to me. It's time for Swan Lounge. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Oh, wait, you're muted. So apparently I'm not doing that well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not doing too great. Bad. I've granted you the power of voice. <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling bullish. Uh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling, bullish. I'm feeling pretty bullish. I mean, I'm. I'm basically always bullish, but um, I'm <laughs> you're bullish. Bullish. I'm today. feeling special bullish today, maybe. 
How can you not this morning? Come on now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I usually wake up. I, I check. I always check the price, not because I, I, you know, I really care about the short term price, but just to kind of see, you know, what the vibe is going to be like on Twitter and everywhere else. And it was a nice little, uh, nice little morning. We're still holding, so you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. Let's make some predictions. Price by the end of the show, guy. What do you got for me? Um, fifty thousand nine hundred and twenty-two. Mm, Rick, what, what say you? Fifty-one two. Fifty-one two. Oh, all right. KP. Uh, 51. Mm. Oh, what is this? Price is right? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 51, 51, 296.33. How's that? <laughs> That's what KP does. Okay. He does that with his routing nodes. He undercuts real you just hardcore math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to say 53,000. I'm going to say that, you know what? Midway through the show, we are going to experience one of those epic green candles. It might even go higher than that. Um, I don't really believe this, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. So let's uh, let's dive into the show. I called it Fully Noted because um, basically the idea for this show basically came about because I recently got my node up and running again. And Rick from Crypto Cloaks helped me out by... Um, did someone just joined? Oh, no. Sorry. Nobody just joined. Still us. Um, with an amazing custom node shell that I've been doing more customization on, and I'll share a bit of that later. And I wanted to talk about the importance of running a full node. Um, but before that, Guy had a tweet just now that I saw um, that I want to get into. Guy, can you tell us a little bit about what prompted the tweet and uh, explain why crypto folks sometimes mislead the general public when it comes to network metrics? Network metrics are really, are really hard. Um, they, uh, because you're not seeing, you know, the illusion is that the, the more that the base layer is used, the, the more adoption there is. And, and this is pretty common, mostly because, uh, particularly in altcoin circles, because by like almost like, you know, 90% of, altcoins and shitcoins that have been creative at like we're doing 2017 2018 2019 when the the narrative was oh bitcoin is too slow because of a small block size so their brand for that whole season of altcoin and ico bubbles were we have more transactions per second and uh, we are cheaper to use than bitcoin so this specific tweet that, I mean, and this happens like probably once a month, this goes across my feed of somebody just showing some other chain, generally Ethereum. And I think it's probably just because I mostly follow Ethereum people um, uh, that bounce through my, uh, my feed here. But it was uh, uh, Evan Van Ness posted a daily transac transaction count from Coinmetrics and then compared Ethereum to Bitcoin. Uh, and... Ethereum, like just just going flatly by this chart, Ethereum has way more activity than Bitcoin does. It's like, well, because Ethereum has a huge block size and Bitcoin doesn't. So it's like, well, duh. You know, like, I mean, like even for periods of time, BSV has had higher volumes on chain because they got like, what, 3,228 megabyte blocks or whatever it is. So they can spam their own traffic. And I'm not saying Ethereum is being spammed. There's a shit ton of token gambling happening on Ethereum. So yeah, it's probably real activity. But Bitcoin explicitly has a cap, you know? And and somebody, like, I mean, like, literally right now, like, and I said in the tweet, like, where's, where's lightning on this? And 
I, I just, I'm, it's been buzzing like just while we've been sitting here, but these are like my Sphinx things. Like people are sending me transactions. None of that shit shows up. Like <laughs> that's on a completely different network. So it's not a useful metric. It's, it's just, it's just like saying, here's my block size and here's yours, your block size. Ours is bigger. Ha ha ha. And it's like, we already knew that. We already knew that that was kind of the whole point of the debate and the 2015, 2017 wars. Um, we covered it, but you can keep pretending like it's new information. Um, but uh, lightning it's has a new exploded. Cycle, Swan. Lightning has exploded recently, and good or bad, we can't really see a whole lot of what's going on over there. You know, Breeze I think posted a tweet uh, last week that like like per week or something they're clearing like a hundred thousand transactions, something yeah. absolutely insane, um, and. Where is all that? I mean, that's 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 the block size for crying out loud. That's essentially that's like what Bitcoin does, uh, mm -hmm. and that's just breeze. That's just one node, like basically watching this amount of traffic. So, yeah, it's just a use. It's just a useless metric. It just it works to have a chart and makes it look like Ethereum is uh, better, um, and you know, crypto people will buy the narrative. But if you look at volume settled. Um, I think Ethereum daily volume. I think somebody actually posted a screenshot of it. Where is it? <laughs> Reminds yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ethereum daily daily value settled is four hundred forty four million dollars, and Bitcoin's right now is two point eight billion. So, still not I, much of a competition. There was a uh, there was a tweet yesterday. I from think that's more indicative of the truth. Did you see the tweet from the guy who works at Fidelity yesterday? He uh, he was tweeting about how there are so many Ethereum addresses and using that as a metric. And there was somebody had a brilliant response, and it was basically like, "How many of these so-called addresses uh, have had the amount of Ethereum on them is less than it would cost to actually send them out of the address?" And I thought that was just a anyway a, br a brilliant uh, comeback. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to, to full nodes, uh, which are very easy to run in Bitcoin, very difficult to run on Ethereum. Um, let's talk about why someone should actually run a node, because you know there's a lot of Bitcoiners who are new and they hear us talking about, oh, run a node, run a node, run a node. But you know, why should someone run a node when you know you open up your whatever wallet you're using and you see the amount of Bitcoin there? You know, what 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 is the benefit to running a node? I'd love to hear um each of you kind of get into this like why you personally run nodes and um you know how it has improved your sort of bitcoin experience overall um kp do you want you want to take this one first yeah and uh, you know just to quickly comment on the previous uh, you know topic uh, it, it is pretty uh, amazing that you know people just forget about the lightning and uh, honestly uh it, people just intentionally mislead uh, with those charts, and I hadn't seen the tweet, but I just took a peek of that. Like that chart is like so dishonest, where you have not understood what Lightning can do. And for the audience who may not be familiar with it, you know, Lightning is basically a, a layer on top of Bitcoin, where you are sort of like transporting Bitcoin at the speed of light on a network, and each transaction is a final settlement. It is not as if like, you know, I'm maybe, maybe not, and I can reverse it kind of a settlement. It is a final settlement. So if I sent actually, uh, uh, you know, 10 sats or 21 sats to uh, Guy Swan over here, it is done. It is settled. Uh, 
And that channel between uh, the two you of us. You want to do that? You can send me uh, 20 Sure, we can do it. Uh, we, uh, we have a channel between like, you know, our nodes, for example. Uh, if, if it has, for example, one Bitcoin on that channel, it can go back and forth infinite number of times and it will transport a value infinite times one Bitcoin, which is there on that particular channel. These concepts are not that, you know, it is not that hard, but people just don't take that uh, time to understand. And that is what is happening on Lightning, is that it has exploded. And um, before I get into why Node, uh, uh, this thing, uh, uh, Brecky, let me give you some statistics here, okay? Uh, Plebnet, this is just like, you know, one part of uh, the whole Lightning universe. Uh, but I think it is about, you know, five or two, seven percent uh, of the entire Lightning network uh, at this point of time. There are 3,600 3, plebs in the plebnet. They're running 684 nodes. And I got the stats just before I was coming in here. On those nodes, there are 645 Bitcoins. And an <laughs> average, is, average of each node is about 94 million Satoshis uh, a node. Now, if you look at, if I look at my node, for example, it's buzzing. It's like, you know, guy, you showed, uh, you know, the, the, the Sphinx chat, uh, you know, uh, tips coming in or payments coming in. Uh, I can see the routing happening on my node, uh, yeah. you know, for, 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 and it is almost the amount of, um, you know, uh, transactions is probably about five to 10 times the amount of outbound which I would have on a node. And it is typical. If you have a decent size of node, that's what is happening. So for anyone to miss out on that piece of information and not see a hockey stick go up in terms of a lightning adoption is being completely dishonest about the whole discussion. And actually, the beauty, beauty of this thing is that you don't even have to care because guess what? We've got a very rock-solid monetary uh, network. Okay, uh, a, a store of value. And I keep saying this when you have Bitcoin, they fly. And if it flies on the lightning network, magic happens. And that's exactly what attracted me to lightning. And uh, to your point, why you should run lightning node, why I ran lightning node is, first of all, uh, be in front of this technology, which is going places. And it is going to be the future of payments for a really solid, uh, you know, uh, store of value monetary policy. So I want to understand that. The way I learn is I get together, organize people, and we learn together. Brecky knows the craziness, right? <laughs> we do all sorts of uh, craziness in our plebnet, but we learn. Like, you know, there are folks who have uh, uh, done like a deep dive on that. So why you should run Node? You want to actually learn the technology, uh, use the Bitcoin and the Lightning Network for, for uh, future. That's number one. The other one is self-sovereignty. You know, if you make a transaction, uh, you don't have to go look up your transaction uh, on somebody else's server. You've got your own Raspberry Pi or any other setup. Uh, you can look up your own transaction on, on your own node. Now, you know, uh, it gives you privacy. It gives you sort of like, you know, uh, how I like to think about it is not your node, not your rules. You don't know if you're using somebody else's node, you don't know what rules they're running. When you're running your node, you exactly know what rules you're running. That is your rule. And actually, uh, you can confirm that. So 
you know those are the things which uh, which actually instigated me to get into into lightning and uh, you know folks that's why you should be running running a node and the, the other one more last point is you don't really have to run a node to experience lightning <laughs> you can just download a, a a breeze wallet or you know zebedee or you know uh, uh, a blue wallet or any one of those wallets and you can start using lightning they do the lightning magic behind you they will transport the bitcoins okay it's not any other derivative coin or any other you know so called coin it is a bitcoin it is the final settlement it will happen on a, a currency or a or a system which is a tremendous uh, monetary uh, value here well shows over folks kp just went through yeah. our outline uh, how are you supposed through? to follow that up jeez <laughs> <laughs> I, I get no, no, we got more when, than that. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I, I get really charged up when those uh, charts are thrown around with uh, so much of deception. <laughs> Welcome awesome. to uh, Walton, yes. by the way, who's just joining us. Uh, yes, guy. Hey guys, oh, I, just, I just wanted to Sorry, add. Man. I've been, I've been recently uh, just added Phoenix to my my whole page. I've almost filled up a whole page on my my iPhone of just Lightning and like wallets. Um, uh, but uh, Phoenix has been has been pretty awesome recently too. That one just recently came to iOS. Um, but yeah, Breeze, Phoenix, and Moon have been my favorite for a while. I need to get on the the Moon train. I think I have it downloaded. I need to set it up. Phoenix also, I've heard great things. So got a weekend project for me. I think. Walton, how are you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. Why are you late? Huh? Hey you can't be on time. Something more important to do. Time time is a is a strange construct. To be honest. Um, oh. <laughs> it's one of those shows. Okay, all right. We're subjective. getting it's very subjective. <laughs> Apologies. Well, well so since uh, since you're just joining, Walton, why do you run a node, buddy? What, wh why do you think it's important for everyone? Run, running a node is the is the final step to sovereignty um, as a as an individual um, because it enables you to to verify your own transactions. Um, and in the case of uh, a Lightning node, to, to process your own transactions or for transactions for others, um, and so um, you're it, you're contributing to um, the network, but you're also um, enabling so much more for yourself when it comes to uh, how you use your Bitcoin um, and how you verify your Bitcoin. So let me ask you this then, and, I, and this might be a touchy subject, but should everyone run a node? Should everyone who holds Bitcoin run a node? Um, yes. There are Bitcoiners on Twitter who are like, yes, 100%. Um, when they are ready and Plebnet is there to help anyone from whatever background, from whatever level of technical understanding they're at to be able to run a node. In, in, in time, you know, if, if, if you would like to run a node, it is possible. You just need to have a little bit of commitment and a little bit of time, a little bit of patience. Definitely. Um, so to that end, then maybe we can kind of give us some recommendations other than just Plebnet. I know Plebnet's amazing, but like, what do you think about like running Bitcoin Core or running Umbral versus Raspi Blitz? Like, I think I know everyone has kind of a different opinions on these things. I'm running a couple of nodes now. Um, if anyone has any any direct recommendations, go for it. So when it comes to running just Bitcoin Core, I think it's only really useful if you're actually um, verifying your own transactions. Um, so you know, checking them on your own mempool, etc. Um, mm -hmm. 
if um, otherwise you're not re- it doesn't really give you any benefit. Um, running a lightning node, however, um, gives you a lot of freedom. Yeah, I'm with you. I do think though that like the importance of even just running a Bitcoin node without lightning, you know, shouldn't be you know diminished, right? Like, yeah. how many times do we talk about? Uh, you know, the money not being yours when it's in a bank, right? You know, and if you don't run your own node, you don't actually know whether the money is yours or not. You're still trusting someone. So, right, it's like not not your nodes, uh, not your node, not your uh, not your rules, right? Like, so yeah, you can run Bitcoin uh, uh, only if you wanted to. And you know, to your to your question on what is the recommendation for? Uh, honestly speaking, uh, everybody has the same goal of simplifying this for you know, all the plebs and common people to run the node. Uh, do a quick scan of what gives you the comfort for how you are actually, you know, uh, wanting to run a particular node and you should be able to pick up uh, uh, either one of the implementations which are out there. There are so many of them and they are all fantastic. And the support which is available from the community is uh, amazing. That's the reason actually, you know, we basically started the whole plebnet thing is guess what? Uh, people may not know how to run a node and uh, hey you know we were learning so hence we started basically this whole group and now we help each other in uh, in uh, running the nodes so i don't believe there is uh, you know there is any direct recommendation you can make up uh, you know your own assessment uh, for your own need yeah i would say there's really no right way there's so many options out there now compared to where it used to be I mean, when we first started with Lightning, it was Raspy Bolt, and I tried doing that whole deal, and I failed. <laughs> like I, I failed trying to set up a Raspy Bolt node, and then you had to try to, and then I found Raspy Blitz, and that's where I was finally successful on building. Walton, is that a, a newspaper clipping? <laughs> what is that? I know what you're, you're shilling over there, and I approve. You're, are you muted? He's muted. Yeah, he's muted. Uh, Walton, what's going Sorry. on? Sorry, guys, this is an original Plebnet meme. <laughs> really nice where can where can i, I buy the nft I'm only NFT. interested in NFT. you, you can't <laughs> buy an nft because nfts are stupid so we're not going to do them are we <laughs> i love when a british person admonishes you you just like you feel awful but like you feel like they care at the same time we're not right. going to do this are we no no we're not <laughs> exactly i would like to very politely disagree with you here <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. All right, so you can't be pro NFTs, can you, guy? Do what? No, no. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. You know, I get an NFT every time I download. Uh, I download an app from my computer. They put digital signatures down at the bottom of the page <laughs> so you can verify them, and you can shot some right in the terminal, baby. I got, I got digital signatures all day. I get them for free. Uh, I'll just look. I'll say this. I think I'm not totally opposed to nfts i just think that the the marketing around them is incredibly misleading like if people understood what they were buying i would be more okay you know and maybe within certain i don't know there's no they, they don't need to exist 100 percent. there's no need for them but anyway what's this is not an nft show you know i'll <laughs> just say i'll say one thing on them they're digital signatures right like that that's the that is all an nft is now people pay for signatures from celebrities all the time. Mm -hmm. Like there is a market for collectibles. Of course, there's going to be a market for digital collectibles. Right now, I think it's ninety nine percent bullshit. 
Like it's, it's garbage and people are buying something that they don't understand. And after the hype dies down, it'll, it'll be like ICOs three years from now. We'll look back on it. Who's, who's heard about a new ICO recently? ICO was in the news every single day. It was everything on Twitter for like two years. Um, and there'll still be really good baseball cards in the future. And there'll probably still be some really high valued NFTs from some dude who signed two things and he was really popular for some reason. And then he, and then he, he never signed another NFT or whatever again. Sure. There's some sort of market there. No, it is not a $20 billion market and ain't nobody going to be buying an NFT of a JPEG of a rock. In, in three years, <laughs> unless they just really, really want to lose some Bitcoin. What are you talking about? Pet rocks are still very popular in the real world right now. Oh, I've got a couple in my backyard if you want them. <laughs> I just need to remind yeah. everyone that, that DeFi stands for degenerate finance. Please yeah. be warned. <laughs> uh, all right. We're, we're going off the rails a little bit. We're going off the rails. Let's, uh, let's move it on back. Um, running a Bitcoin node. I'll just say that for me, I, I, I don't really feel like a Bitcoiner without a node. My node was down for uh, like a month. I was troubleshooting. Everyone was helping me. And finally, I got it back up. And I felt like half a Bitcoiner. I felt like not like half. I only have half a Bitcoin, but like half a person. Right. And when it was finally up, I, I, I had this like sense of ah, this calm that like oh, the Bitcoin I have, I know that I actually have it for among other reasons why, why it was important. Um, and to kind of make myself feel better about uh, my node being down for so long, I, I hit up Rick from Crypto Cloaks um, because I thought it was finally time that I had a custom case. And and let me ask you this: I mean, maybe I'm. I think I want to write something about this. But I had this thought that you know, Bitcoin, I think, is one of humankind's greatest accomplishments, greatest in, inventions ever. And when I see an ugly node, an ugly node case, or just a Raspberry Pi sitting on a table, it bothers me because something of this magnitude, of this importance, should be housed in something gorgeous, beautiful, like a work of art. Like I, I'm still trying to put a, a node in, in, in some artwork that I'm working on. And I think that this is, this is kind of important, but it also kind of, it adds a layer of fun to running a node. So like Rick, I'd love to hear from you, like tell us about Crypto Cloaks, Maybe even give us the full story. Like, how did it start? Like, what are the trends that you're seeing? What are some new products that you know the market has demanded and, and you've you've worked on? And, and what's what's coming up? What's what's yeah, what's man, on the, absolutely. On the I, I agree with you 100 percent on. I think I think Bitcoin nodes are more than just a, a Raspberry Pi sitting there. I honestly look at it as a piece of art, <laughs> and that's what I that's what I've really tried to do over the past year and a half with the entire team is look at nodes as a piece of art and really make them personal. I always say Bitcoin is personal. It 100% is, it starts at the node, right? It's your copy of the blockchain, you make the rules, it's personal, it's you. And so your, your Bitcoin node should look how you want it. It should be a standout piece. Everybody wants to hide there sometimes, which I get 100%. But I look at it as I was talking on Plebnet a couple of weeks ago, I say, I want it to be a kind of a focal point where somebody walks in and goes, what the hell is that? And that is like their journey that starts them down the rabbit hole. Cause you have this talking piece. You can go, Oh, well that's a Bitcoin. No. And they go, well, what the hell is that? And you go, well, just wait, here we go. Are you ready? Do you have some time? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's a really important part and that's what I love to do. And I love, I love watching what the community is really doing with Bitcoin notes, not just what I'm doing. A lot nice. of people are also doing designs 
And it's it's awesome this to see because Brecky's I truly custom believe. one, right? This is yeah. Bricky's custom one you did for him. This is my my custom node. Rick provided the the canvas, and then I honestly I didn't do too much piece of art, than, than what most people do. You know, I added the fans, and then I did some sleeving of the wires, and I, I uh, figured out how to get the the screen for the Raspberry Blitz to show up. But like, you know, much better than the the, the Raspberry Pi that was sitting on my table for for months on end. But I look at that and I go, that's an art. That's like a piece of art, right? If somebody came in your house and they saw that on your desk, they'd be like, well, what the hell is that? And that's just mm -hmm. the, like a talking point. And that's how I've kind of turned my focus on is I really want Bitcoin knows to be that that gateway or rabbit hole for somebody else to go down and learn about Bitcoin, because I think that's really important. And I and I think the more people that run their own Bitcoin node, that's that's how we can help like energize it and get it going even faster. Because I look yeah. at what everybody's building, and it's insane. Like you with your node, and then there's a couple other ones that I've seen in the past couple of days, and it's like, holy shit, you guys are blowing my mind on even what I thought was imaginable on these, and you guys are taking them to the next level. And I really love, <laughs> I love it. We need to see the water cooled one yeah. uh, come to fruition. Um, oh, sorry, one oh, last. Got block ordered. Are we? Are we just like Bitcoin nerds though? Like I think like a. a a beautiful note is like a piece of artwork, but is that just because we love Bitcoin? Like, so <laughs> I kind of do the opposite. I, I actually have um, just like a really boring. Did he just mute himself? He I think you just muted yourself. For I just have like a small, I just have like, it's like all black, just like a small case. And then there's the, the external uh, hard drive enclosure. And that's cool and too. You, you that's know, it. Like, you know, but like, yeah. I, I should upgrade to one of Rick's things, but like they want like two hundred dollars in postage for the stuff that I want. As, and so I'm Yo, next what year. Next, earlier? next year, I, said, I know. I, I know. I have to send it yeah. Otherwise, it gets lost. It's insane right now. Rick, it's you got to find a uh, 3D printing partner over over in the UK or in Europe. Already working on it. Yeah. I got one in Europe. We'll ship out of Germany and metal cases. I'll get shipped. Well, I'm working on it quick. Yeah, so, hey, here, here is yeah, the I thing. I want that those, new Triton. Yeah, here, here is the thing. Those notes, like, the, the beautiful. Those, uh, you know, we talked about this, Rick, the other day on Clubhouse, right? Like, fantastic. And I think the demand everywhere and everybody caring about their node and running the node. But here's the thing, uh, Brecky. Your node is not down for, an, for a month. It feels like it was for six months. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm sorry. It was right? like two weeks. Was it, was it two weeks? Two weeks, <laughs> like, and having a beautiful node case, you gotta keep that thing running. Okay. I know. Well, now so I've got the beautiful good. case, and and according to legend, a a Triton case will make your node run faster and route more payments. Uh, true or false, Rick? Is it this adds, true? Yeah, it adds that's absolutely fifty horsepower. True. It adds, it adds <laughs> there you go. For real, for real. You know, on the point yeah. of everybody running nodes, um, like art or not like i'm as enough of a uh, disciple i guess you could say uh that like i want mine to be an art piece I, like i like i really want to do i want to do that I, I want something that like looks cool that is a that is a talking point that is a uh it's a something beautiful in the studio that i'm i'm trying to set up right now for bitcoin audible um but just in the context of does everybody run a node like what is a node uh, from the perspective of the user is I think and would like to see a future where nodes are treated like routers 
that, mm-hmm. 100%. You know, that it's it's our connection it's our personal bank and it's just the and money families well, right? share a i mean the right. fact that like with btc pay and ellen bits and like the, these other things that you can have easy like simple sub accounts that are you know sub public keys to like what's going on i don't see that as being like that's not even far-fetched to me like i feel like that's kind of where we're already starting to touch on to the people who are really you know i guess uh Sub sub first tier uh, Bitcoiners are starting to branch into that. Like people who are just interested in lightning are like, okay, I'm going to run a node now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I would like to see it that every household has a node and that the node is essentially a, a digital vault. It's a digi- digital security box that connects you to the the world of internet finance, of, of money in the digital realm and it's where we run our own services it's where we manage our keys it's where we set up our own little corner of our payment the global payment network etc right. etc and most of it's automatic and everybody has one because ain't nobody wants you know somebody else to steal their money <laughs> so we, we've got a comment in the chat that i think is important to bring up it's making me laugh and i, I and i half agree with him uh win some hacks <laughs> let's read this i know this sounds like a spoil sport but pimping out cases isn't the way normies don't want an led festooned horror in their front room we can find <laughs> another way to get them onto bitcoin <laughs> dude i look at it as like pc gaming I right think I, I, I think i, I think, think completely like pc gaming the, everybody's not going to run a tricked out node just like nobody or not everybody runs a gaming rig with full rgb don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> i agree i think for it's, it's something fun for those who, who really love it and want to do it and, and view it that way but like i was saying like i think we are going to see nodes that are just incorporated into the tech stack you know a in, in a wide rate ranging ways and you won't even think about it or like you'll be able to spin up nodes in the cloud and you can already do that right and so it's just a matter of um you know what is the node being used yeah. for and you know yeah <laughs> I, I do see um is, what? Uh, to guy uh, your, sorry uh, to guy your point one thing i do see is in future uh it, it is going to get sort of like built into some of these you know, router or a cable box or something like that, and, you know, easy to operate, and you won't even know about it. Like, you know, uh, for example, like, what, five, seven years back, uh, installing a cable box, like, you had to get somebody to set up a wireless router and all of those things. I do see that it is going to get uh, uh, abstracted away, the complexity of it, and it'll be just another thing, and you'll be running it. The other thing is you really don't, you can, you know, these mobile wallets are getting so sophisticated now that they will run the lightning nodes on your behalf on your mobile phones and uh, yeah there is a custodial element to it in some of them uh, some of them not uh, but uh, eventually you will decide you know which one you want to use for what purposes and the the most important thing is it is going to get blended into your daily life which is where it it, it is it is going you know with uh, uh, with things like, you know, lightning addresses, making it simple for people to actually send payments. You don't even have to whip out your phone to do a, a scan of a QR code. You know, you're sort of like an email address. Basically, I can say, hey, guyswan at guyswan.com. You know, the money, you know, the the uh, Satoshi's flow fly from my wallet to your wallet. That kind of a thing is uh, uh, going to get very simple. And that's the and it is happening at a very, very rapid pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is fascinating. It is happening very rapidly. So I'd love to move on to um, let's to 
a more focus on more focus on lightning itself. Um, but before we do, somebody in one of the chats, not the YouTube chat, was asking uh, the startup costs for running a node. Um, and if you're still listening, I would go to getumbral.com. They've got a, a shopping list right there. And you don't have to use Umbral, but that'll kind of give you uh, an idea of what it costs to run a node. You can run a node for, you know, under a hundred bucks, 200 bucks if, uh, if yeah. you scavenge parts and things like that. I'd say $200. Yeah, $200 so you can get the whole thing and you can set it up in, in less than an hour, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can you run one off on together. Raspberry Pi 3 if you if really that, want If that, half budget. an hour maybe, mm -hmm. half an yeah. hour. Like you just got to like, you know, put the, you know, if you can take the Raspberry Pi, you've got to put some heat sinks on it. You've got to um, put it into its case. You've got to, um, you know, put the fan on and then connect it to a hard drive, put an SD card in it that you flashed from your computer, and that's it. That's about it. Yeah, I, I think I even that. doing, even recording video for it, which makes everything slow, um, I think it really only took me like 45 minutes. Um, I still haven't made a video out of it, but like, it was not, it was not hard. And as someone who, I mean, I, you know, I built custom computers in high school, or whatever, like, just get all the pieces, put it together. Um, this was not difficult. Like, it's it's just not a complicated project. It might yeah. seem unfamiliar. To you can assemble one in ten minutes. Before, you Were you know? a Counter Strike right. player? It's like F one yeah. racing. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I give this <laughs> I give this example, if you may uh, allow me. Is like you know there are two doctors in Plebnet, and uh, they had nothing to do with any technical stuff. Like they don't even know what is command line before they started their node. And guess what? They're running a node. They're not running one node. They wanted to have two, one for each. And they're running beautiful node. They take care of it. And guess what? They have figured out all of the nuances of uh, bare minimum required to run the node efficiently and then focus on, uh, you know, whatever you do. So that's a great example. Uh, and there are many examples like that in Plebnet where we have just helped each other. And uh, even if you are intimidated by technology part of it, forget about it. Like, you know, jump on it. There are people who are uh, going to help. And, uh, you know, you will be running a node. Next thing you know, you'll be talking about, you know, all the fee strategy and all of those, you know, things which we do all the day on, uh, mm -hmm. on that Plebnet. And in Plebnet, it's not just, you know, helping you to set up your node. Plebnet is the best place if your node breaks and you need some help. There's someone who really can help you get it up and going. KP's helped me. His before. name is KP. <laughs> Richard helped me today. KP's one. KP's the best. But no, uh, Richard out there as well. Uh, hello, Jessica. Um, is is the one of the best. One thing to uh, to note though is if you do want to run a routing node, the cost of doing that is, I think, significantly higher. Right to run oh, yeah. a node costs the hardware, but if you want to, you know, you want to add liquidity to I the think network, you can do it. By changing fees alone, I don't think you need yeah, to rebalance. Yeah, but I'm saying you still have to open channels. You have to devote capital yes. to those channels. You got to yes, dump a million sets at least. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. No. You'll have to, but but the no. I mean, a few hundred sets though. If you do it, you know, while fees are still cheap. Yeah, there's one notion that like you know, if I have bigger node, then it is better. Uh, I totally disagree. I have, there are so many great examples within Plebnet nodes. These are like medium-sized nodes. They are run efficiently. There is at least a couple I know, and they have a boss score, which is like you know the the mm -hmm. the topmost uh, score you can get in Lightning uh, about a Lightning nodes. So you know, don't get uh, uh, intimidated by like okay, you know, I need a whole lot of sets. No, you learn technology. You will learn to run transactions. On your own node, 
you'll be able to verify and you will be able technology and adoption of this technology for everyday use. 100%. Uh, Slim Don in the chat, join PlebNet. If you're having trouble, join PlebNet, ask your questions. I promise people will help. So again, plebnet.org or kycjelly.com. Join PlebNet. All you need to do is go to kycjelly.com. That's kycjelly.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> PlebNet, the best net for all the plebs. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's <laughs> you know. we needed we needed and your the best voice. Girth. On your let's, side. Let's uh let's talk lightning a little bit more. Um I'd love to hear kind of what's exciting everyone these days. Um and maybe we can lightning address. Come on, like we need to talk more about lightning address. KP right. touched on it before, but Malton, tell but us about it. What is it's gonna revolutionize it? So there's about five wallets already that enable have enabled this um new technology. And essentially what it does, I believe it uses um Bolt 12, although KP, I'm sure, will correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but essentially, it enables you to send money in the same way that you might send an email. So instead of having to um, know someone's you know, address or something or you know, have some invoice to pay, you just send it to, for example, shukla at zebedee.com. Uh, zbd.gg for example you know there's there's different there's about five i think so zebedee is one of these companies that have it um i think uh there's a there's a new one on telegram kp please yeah, take over from here yeah lntx bot and i think there is a tip bot uh i was just playing around with this uh, uh today uh, there is, I think Blue Wallet is going to implement that. So there are four or five of uh, these wallets uh, which is going to implement it. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the simplest, like it is getting simplified and uh, it is getting embedded in the basically internet protocol, so to say, at some point of time, it will get there. So in the internet stack, when you have these kinds of simplicity of exchanging this monetary value, it's great. The other one actually pretty exciting, which is uh, Offers. Uh, which is uh, Offers, which is a proposal yes. out there on Bolts 12, and and I hope it gets adopted by everybody, gets implemented, and uh, that's going to be a game changer. It's like you know you have one address, uh, and then you can reuse it, and you know you can actually uh, make an offer, and from your wallet, which supports those offers, you will be able to subscribe to. So if I subscribe to you know Brecky or you know guys on your stuff. Um, I can control it like, you know, for credit card right now, if I actually sign up, I'll have to actually it is like a pull mechanism from there. And I'll have to remember to call them to cancel it or try canceling a magazine subscription. Right. Uh, but in this case, what is going to happen is you will have your all the subscription on your wallet. You can ratchet it up. You can slow it down. You can cancel it. You can, you know, stop it start it and, and, and gives you a full control of all your subscription uh, onto your own uh, wallet. And if you combine uh, that, if you combine KP, that with LSATs? Guy, Sorry, what are LSATs for those who don't know what LSATs are? Uh, an LSAT is really just kind of a fancy receipt that is specific to, it's just proof of you, like that you specifically paid for something. Um, mm -hmm. Except that I think, if I'm not mistaken, generally LSATs are actually, ex you can actually exchangeable. You can actually exchange them. Um, I don't remember. There's a couple of different like ideas of this exact sort of concept. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's basically a ticket. Like 
you know, in a sense that like you, you have a receipt that you paid for a thing. Um, but like what KP was just saying, like, this is, this is the thing about offers is that like right now, I don't even know. Like, like I have so many disparate like subscriptions and things that I've signed up for. Like it would take me hours to go find all the different things that I'm signed up for. And if I've got like a yearly subscription, I might forget until it comes around and suddenly I got like $120 snagged out of my account. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, how did I let this go again? And, um, uh, and that's exactly like offers and just the idea of a push system where your wallet just manages who you pay monthly and you just go to a place in your wallet and there are all your, there's everything that your wallet is paying for. And you right. don't, you don't go back to the service and sign in and go through there. Why did you cancel my service page? And like, we're three days, wait three days for this process. And like, no bullshit. Stop signing. Stop. Just cut it off. It's my money. I'm not, you're not, I'm not going to wait three days for you to stop taking it from me. That's insane. Um, and I shouldn't have to pass four comprehension tests right. in order to, to, to cancel <laughs> my. Uh, before I forget, by the way, Walton, I think uh, I think we need a, a Plebnet magazine. I think it needs to happen, a monthly Ooh. or quarterly magazine. That's a good uh, idea. That's a good yeah. idea. Behind the lightning paywall, with a subscription, only with credit card, so offers. that you can never cancel it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 yeah, but but the, the the other thing though is like if you if you see uh, streaming Satoshi's model, right? Like for podcast and you know everything else, you blend that and merge it with offers. Okay, you have a business model coming in 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 uh, Satoshi payments for all sorts of stuff, right? You could be actually making payments for your car insurance in the future, where you are paper mile. You are streaming sats when you are driving. When you are not driving, you are not paying for it. Or, you know, th these these are the models which are going to come in the future, which we haven't even thought about, actually. Uh, it is it, And it is just starting. And, and these are the these are the fantastic developments uh, in just uh, recent past. It's exciting times. And we've got uh, we've got El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender on the 7th. No, the 6th coming up soon. I wonder, Seventh, right? are we going to see a massive rise in lightning usage? I mean, they're already using lightning, I think, quite a bit. Well, I think but, we have uh, been seeing it. Like, I mean, look at the yeah. channel openings and like the no counts in the last three months. It's mm -hmm. like, it's crazy. Like just right. huge, huge growth on lightning right now. Look yeah, at how low on-chain fees have been for the last two months. Say that again. Yeah, I don't think lightning is an insignificant part of that. Like, I, said, I think that's part of the story. Look at how low on-chain fees have been for the mm -hmm. last two months and i think so it's people want to obviously it's you know there's let there has been you know maybe less kind of activity of you know on the on the on-chain markets um but i think there has also been some that has taken place on lightning instead of on-chain mm -hmm. i was gonna say there's no better chance to open up a node right now in channels can't oh, yeah. beat it it's yeah. cheap it's real cheap right now. I opened so many at one one sat per V bite. It's a yeah, exactly. it's a it's a real shame that uh, KP and Walton uh, can't open a channel with me because their funds are are still locked up. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm. I'm you, you know, you know the the true story why which uh, Walton and I know and we have exchanged messages. We are not sure your node actually <laughs> is is, is, is going to make it. 
I'm just kidding. It's like you know what? No, stay away from Brecky. Let's watch him for some time, and then we'll open a channel with Brecky. I'll tell you this: there were times when I would score up a little bit, right? Yeah, I know. Single-handedly, his note brought up like everybody's (laughs) terminal web score, like completely down. We're just teasing you, Brecky. We were waiting for your uh, note to show up. I know. Me too. Me too. It's good to be this back. This is the Bitcoiners version of like dick measuring. It's like your note is so <laughs> offline so much. <laughs> I love You're, it. You, look, you only have like two channels. What Can news. you not keep it up? Can you not keep your node up? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> look, guys, this is a family friendly show. Okay. Right, let's keep it to <laughs> so limp. Uh, the funny, the funniest part, though, is I, I would always update uh, uh, the pleb, Plebnet folks about my note as I was trying to fix it. And I would send a message like, I think it's working. I, I think I'm, I'm back in business. And right as I send that message, my note fails. Every time. I don't know why, but it was always when I would send the update. It was just Murphy's Law. It was terrible. But uh, knock, on, knock on wood, I think, I think we're good. Wait, hold on. Let me check my, my note. Yep, we're still good. We're good. Um, all right, we're coming up towards the the end of the hour. Um, before we close out, though, I'd love to kind of get into a little bit more of the technical stuff on on running a routing node, and you know the the landscape of running a routing node. I feel like is constantly changing. So maybe KP and Walton, like, what have you what have you noticed recently um, in terms of fees, and you know how how have you rethought your strategies and and running a node uh, in light of you know the past few months' experience? Walton, you go first. I think there's not necessarily a, a right amount to um, adjust things on your node. Um, it's a careful balance of um, maintenance, but not um, you can't overdo it. If you overdo it, you you break things, um, um, or um, you know, it causes you to, to 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 not be meeting the strategy that you're that you're trying to achieve. Um, you know, so if you if yeah. you, for example, if you change fees too often, um, that that's that that makes you look like an unreliable node to the network, and that um, will decrease your your chances of routing payments. But also things like uptime, you know, really affect that. Yeah. So it, th- those are kind of the the kind of two major um, things to focus on. Yeah, and I think to just to add to that, I think one other thing is keeping your node. I'm not, uh, you know, up and running. Like, you know, uh, that's that's the first thing. And this, you know, of course, uh, the amount of uh, liquidity that you want to put in. Um, I always say that choose the neighbors, connect the the, the channels uh, very very carefully because in my this and everybody runs their nodes. Uh, in their own uh, uh, way, there is a, their own philosophy and, and approach and so on. Mine is that I'm going to select a channel very carefully. When I open a channel, it's going to stay there forever till actually something happens where, you know, uh, some some problem and, and, and the channel connect channel was closed. But I'm not going to. So that's why I make it a point to actually do a lot of research before I open a channel with somebody. And then, so that's one. And the other one is when we started Plebnet, there are a lot of nodes or, uh, you know, newcomers joining, they needed to open channels. And guess what? Then you, you know, I've, I've never refused anybody of saying, hey, I want to open a channel with you. You go ahead and open. Uh, in terms of a strategy, I think one thing which I have learned is, uh, is that like, okay, uh, I don't know 
is a good answer. And honestly, not a lot of people who know what they are talking about. Okay. So there is not a single expert out there who you can go and say, hey, what is the best way to run your node? Not, not a simple answer. What is good, what is uh, available to you is experiment and experiment on different approaches. And people in Plebnet, they know that I've done like some crazy experiments just to see what are the edges and the boundaries, right? Like I set up a fee for a week, uh, which was 499 base fee, base fee fixed, okay? And uh, I was told like, hey, you know, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, you know, it, it, but I wanted to test that what is going to happen. I have a theory about it, what will happen, but it gave me a lot of data point and I know exactly what was happening and why it was happening. I have a separate uh, experiment for fees, basically, uh, you know, one week, I collect the data. Then I have another one, I collect the data. And over a period of time, I will be able to figure out, okay, what is an optimal thing in terms of a size and fee for your own node. However, you know, in, in, in the middle of all of this, I think you have to keep in perspective is that it is just growing and there are a lot of other new newcomers into it. They need help. And if they need help in opening channel, anything else, we, we all jump in and we try to say no worries, you know, my experiment can wait. You want to open channel, we'll do the rebalancing and, you know, we will, uh, open a, a dual funded channel if, if the funding is available and so on and so forth. So there is not a straightforward answer to that question, but I insist on your own experiment actually a little bit. There are a lot of tools, great tools within Plebnet. There are folks who have developed a lot of uh, tools for node management and uh, everybody should uh, check it out and try it out. Yeah, it's I'll definitely an iterative process. I'd just like to mention UPSs for lightning nodes are super important and more people oh, need to yeah. use them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should my router be plugged into the UPS or no? I do. I, my, I, I run, run everything off of it. UPS. My those those are the things that I have. I have uh, uh, on the, the power backup, I have modem router. I mean, if, depending on how big your, your power outage like area is, um, it, it might not matter because if your local your local um, uh, ISP hub goes out, you, you know, and then those are like basically <laughs> district size, like like neighborhood sort of sized, like large mm -hmm. just a subdivision essentially. Um, so if that goes out of power, you're not going to have a connection anyway. But still, you don't want your your node itself signing in the middle of a power outage because at least even if your internet goes out you'll sign push won't get a connection and it will just drop it or expire or whatever. You don't want a hard drive failure. You don't want a right <laughs> to the drive failure when the power goes out. So put it, I put know. that at least on a power backup. Yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. UPS. Great point, uh, Rick. Love it. All right, gents. Uh, I think that's it for today. Any, any closing words for the plebs for the swans? Yeah. So I, I believe on, I believe on the, I want to say the 6th of September. 7th. Um, El, El, 7th, sorry. This, on the 7th of September, El Salvador uh, will um, no, the have essentially... Isn't it the 6th? Everybody's buying 30 bucks on the 7th. Unless okay. that's all yeah. Yeah. On the seventh, On the 7th <laughs> of September, everyone um, um, is going to be buying um, Bitcoin. Um, $30. And, uh, we're going to be celebrating El Salvador making it um, their currency. Um, and I'd like to shout out Meme Pool, 
who are making some excellent content. Um, shout out those guys. Um, yeah, isn't it a fantastic thing? El Salvador leading the way. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> could listen to Walton talk all day long. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'll do some quick shout outs for, for all the folks here. Go listen and subscribe to Bitcoin Audible. Listen to Guy. You hear that beautiful Southern twang. It just makes you think of mint juleps and and, uh, and Southern comfort while you, while you listen to... <laughs> Sorry, you Guy. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> while you listen and learn about Bitcoin, it's amazing. One of my favorite resources, bitcoinaudible.com. Go to cryptocloaks.com. Use code SWAN to get 5% off your new amazing custom node case or any other goodies. Go to plebnet.org or kycjelly.com. Join Plebnet. Uh, you can find all this stuff in the description below the video. You can find the Twitter links to follow all these amazing folks and to ask them questions about Bitcoin or whatever you like. Um, also, a few uh, housekeeping things for Swan. Go sign up for Swan. You know where to do it. Swanbitcoin.com. Swanbitcoin.com slash guy if you want. Um, you'll get $10 of free Bitcoin. Also, on Tuesday, on the 7th, there's something else that's going to be happening. I can't tell you what it is, but Swan is going to be launching a campaign. So please get ready. Please participate when you see it. Um, I've been working on this along with a bunch of other people at Swan for a very long time. We're really, really excited about it. It's, uh, we think it's going to be pretty big. So stay tuned for that. And I think that's it. I'm just rambling and rambling because I like to ramble. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your weekends, everybody. Go run a node. Go buy some Bitcoin. Go listen to Bitcoin Audible. Go order something from Crypto Cloaks. Join Plebnet. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Come Thanks to TabConf. Come to Bitcoin in Miami next year. Contact me for discounts on tickets. <laughs> you shall. <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Thanks for joining, everybody. everybody. Thanks to everybody in the chat, and uh, we'll see you next time. Later, guys. Later. On behalf of the Swan team, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Swan Lounge, the Swan Signal podcast. It's fun to join us live on YouTube broadcast at youtube.com slash swansignal. Head over there, subscribe, and turn on notifications. We have a lot of fun in the live chat, and we often work in some questions from listeners. Swan Signal is a production of Swan Bitcoin at swanbitcoin.com, the best way to accumulate Bitcoin. Follow us on Twitter at swanbitcoin and subscribe to the podcast at swansignalpodcast.com.